Hello, and welcome to Movement, the Science of the Self. I'm your host, Ergi Pongo, and my calling is to explore movement and identity as they relate to body image and self-image. On this podcast, we share transformational stories from people in the field of movement science. We have conversations about healing and strengthening. Plus, we connect with people who have unique relationships with their bodies. If you're interested in discovering how movement science can impact your relationship with your body, we invite you to book a free consultation with Pongo Power Personal Training. Pongo Power will provide you with a complimentary movement analysis and goal setting session through understanding how our bodies move, our lives are transformed. Hello, and welcome to Movement, the Science of the Self. I'm your host, Ergi Pongo of Pongo Power Personal Training. You may have heard me refer to myself as Ergi in this podcast. That is my nickname. My given name is Elizabeth Pongo, and for business, I generally go by Elizabeth. That being said, you're welcome to call me Ergi. <laughs> Ergi Bet is Hungarian for Elizabeth. Well, friends, I'm delighted you're here. This podcast is named Movement, the Science of the Self. And so although you may be listening while you're doing the dishes or perhaps you're commuting to work today or coming home from a long day of work, no matter what it is that you're going through, it is very likely that there is movement involved. This is because if you think about it truly, your body is always in motion until the inevitable, you're dead. So until that moment in time in which you cease to be living, blood will be coursing through your veins, your heart is pumping, there are electrical impulses being transmitted from your brain to your body. And so I'm super excited about this podcast because we are going to explore how movement relates to self-expression. Now, I have a background in fitness. I became a personal trainer in 2002. However, I was not always a personal trainer. I came into this world as a, a little babe, just like everyone else. And I I was a very shy child. Um, in terms of self-expression, I would rely on visuals. I was not very verbal. I relied on my mother to express a lot of my thoughts and feelings for me. And so when she moved out, when I was 12 years old, I became bulimic. Um, in order to cope with feelings of abandonment, I resorted to a binge and purge cycle, which was also very much a part of an avoidance mechanism and a coping mechanism so that I didn't have to really process my emotions about feeling abandoned by my mother. Now, you could say that that coping mechanism, perhaps it enabled me to function in other ways. That being said, it led to many, many years of isolation 
And, um, and I really did not let anybody know that I was bulimic until I was 30 years old and grieving the loss of my father. So you could imagine the incredible isolation of having a secret that you do not tell anybody. And uh, if you are suffering from an eating disorder, I do highly, highly recommend getting help. There is so much out there nowadays. And it was really in my healing journey, beginning at age 30, that I began to recognize that being able to communicate openly about my feelings was what led me to be able to develop intimate, trusting relationships. And so it is very important if you are seeking information about food or you feel as though perhaps you have some sort of behavioral pattern that is not serving you, 2022 is a wonderful year to get started. And you know what? Baby steps. You can start with simply breathing, taking a deep breath, inhale, exhale. One more breath, inhale, exhale, and then reflecting, writing in a journal, whatever it is that has you able to have the courage that it takes to ask for help. Um, I want you to know that Pongo Power Personal Training and myself included, Erji Pongo, um, we have a lot of resources for you. So, so please, if you need to get help, please get professional help, but also know that you are one Google search away from the first step. That is not to make light of having an eating disorder. So please get help if you need help. All of that being said, <clears throat> movement, the science of the self. Um, so yeah, how did I go from being um, secretive, bulimic, and pretty much isolated to having a business that I founded and um, you know, developing my ability to have intimate relationships and and to thrive. Well, I did have a nutritionist and I did have a therapist that was very important throughout the course of my adult life. I have had therapy whenever I need it. I make sure to get some therapy. <laughs> Now, let's all circle this back around to where are we today? Let's talk about movement. All right. <laughs> Maybe you don't need therapy. Maybe you're just here because you're interested in movement and identity. So every individual has a right to choose who they identify as. There, there is no one way to be. There is an infinite number of possibilities when it comes to identifying ourselves. And, and so through the lens of movement, I always just start with breathing and alignment. So there's a lot of talk about alignment in this world. On a corporate level, we might talk about alignment in terms of business, um, being aligned with one another. In the spiritual realm, people may speak about alignment in terms of 
being aligned with source, the source of life, the source of energy, whatever that is. And then on a personal level, when it comes to anatomy and physiology, personal trainers, movement scientists, physical therapists, coaches, we often talk about alignment in terms of muscular skeletal alignment. So your brain and your cranium sit on top of your shoulder girdle. In our society, we're often hunched over. I have a profound scoliosis myself, so I'm very likely to be, this feels natural to me, to be um, hunched over to my right side. It is work for me to reposition myself and to find my neutral, to find my posture. So if you're listening to this as you're driving home or doing the dishes, go ahead and just roll your shoulders back three times, roll them up towards your ears, away from your ears, and just feel how nice it feels to loosen up those shoulders. They have become quite static in our society. Now, after rolling them backwards three times, go ahead and roll them forwards three times. Just mm, take some deep breaths and luxuriate in that sense of release. All right. So you have your head and that is on top of your shoulder girdle. Then your shoulder girdle sits on top of your pelvic girdle. And after that, you have your knees and your ankles and your feet. Uh, in our culture, because we wear shoes, feet are often pronating inward, which is another way of saying having fallen arches. And so it's very important to take a look at your entire body, starting from your feet, moving up through your ankles, to your knees, to your hips, then to your shoulders and your head, and really just know you are dynamic and you can stack yourself up so that you have great posture and great alignment. When it comes to movement and exercise, that is when the process of conditioning, the neurological response to the, the muscles uh, between the brain and the muscles, that is when that conditioning process really makes a difference. So if you think about it, the first time you rode a bicycle, it might have felt haphazard. You may have fallen off. It might've been scary. As you got better at it, there came a time when you knew how to ride a bike, you could find your balance without processing it so much and thinking about each individual movement and motion. It's the same thing with great posture. When it comes to postural integrity and wonderful alignment, it is the biggest saving grace that you can bestow upon yourself to begin to think about your alignment in your human body. How do we find alignment? Well, you can use a mirror. 
Nowadays, we have cameras on our iPhones. We have cameras on our computers. So those can also be very helpful. Just know that finding your neutral is one of the most powerful things that you can do for your body. Ears on top of shoulders, shoulders on top of hips, hips stack on top of knees, and then you have your knees, your ankles, and your feet and toes. Now, let's say you have something called an altered recruitment pattern. An altered recruitment pattern occurs when your brain activates the tightest muscle. Tight muscles have very quick activation thresholds. That does not make a tight muscle strong. In fact, a tight muscle can also be weak because it cannot realize its full action potential. Then there are other muscles. As some muscles become short and tight, other muscles become long. And those elongated muscles, too, are out of balance, thereby pulling your joints out of alignment. So here is an example. When I throw my shoulders back, I am very likely to splay my ribs unless I engage my transverse abdominis and rectus abdominis and knit my rib cage together. But then because of my computer posture, if I'm not aware, my shoulder will then slump forward again into my usual computer posture. So then it is up to me to roll my shoulder back, draw my abs in, bring my ears over my shoulders and my shoulders over my hips. And so the cycle begins again of dynamic activation. <laughs> Um, any one of these postural distortion patterns can occur at any time <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with it. it. I would just say that perhaps it is not optimal to display an altered recruitment pattern and therefore utilizing your knowledge, your body knowledge, and also certain breathing techniques can benefit your body. <laughs> so altered recruitment patterns and breathing techniques. How do we continue the journey of, of wellness? How do we continue the journey of getting into great shape? Well, being humble, for one thing, makes a huge difference. Dr. Emily Spickle mentioned that in on one of our podcast episodes, and I highly recommend checking that one out, episode number one, uh, being humble and also leaving your pride at the door. For me, I'm a fitness professional. I am very happy to think that I'm in great shape. However, as I mentioned, I also have a profound scoliosis. So if I don't exercise properly, according to the science of movement, I feel aches and pains as a result of altered recruitment patterns that my genetic 
pre-existing condition um, garners. So that's me. You may have something else that is either a gift or a challenge you face. No matter who you are, one of the greatest ways to begin your exercise routine is to first notice your alignment and then integrate the use of your breath with your lower abdominal core. So what does that mean and how do we do it? First of all, let's just take three deep breaths. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Did you notice where your breath is ending up in your body? For me, the natural default is my chest. I can be a chest breather. The next step is to train myself and train my body to direct my breath into the my total ribcage and my, um, my canister. So you listener, as you listen to this, we're going to take three more breaths and notice if you can direct your breath down towards your belly button and inhale, inflate your belly button and then exhale, deflate. So let's try this. Inhale, inflate. Exhale, deflate. Inhale, inflate. Exhale, deflate. Inhale, inflate. Exhale, deflate. All right, just notice what there is to notice. And now you can try this. When you're ready, we're going to lie down. Place the hands on the base of the rib cage and begin again. We're going to inhale into our hands, which are around our belly button, and then exhale. Let the belly button sink in towards your spine. Inhale, inflate. Exhale, deflate. One last breath. Inhale. Inflate, exhale, deflate. See if you can notice any involvement from your shoulders as you inhale and exhale. Are they getting involved? If not, great. If they are, go ahead and wrap your shoulders down onto your mat or onto the floor, back and down towards your hips. And let's try one more time. We're going to inhale into our belly button and expand. And then exhale and let the belly button fall in towards your spinal column. That's one diaphragmatic breath. Inhale, inflate. Exhale, deflate. Inhale, expand. Exhale, contract. So this is called the diaphragmatic breath 
with the drawing in maneuver. This is the cornerstone of activating your deep intrinsic stabilization muscle fiber that is inside of your body. This muscle fiber surrounds your spine. It protects your spine. And it also is attached to many other things, ligaments and tendons, fascia. And also you should know that your core is not made up of one muscle. It is made up of 28 different muscles, including your glutes. All of that being said, just beginning with the diaphragmatic breath and the drawing in maneuver is a very powerful way to find your neutral and connect with your body as you discover yourself in 2022. Well, that is our bonus episode about alignment and breathing techniques to have you connect with your body. Movement and the Science of the Self is a podcast that broadcasts every week, and you can find us on YouTube. We have lots of invitations, and I have so much to share. Thank you for listening. And we look forward to seeing you on the next pod with Pongo Power. Hey, thank you for tuning into the show and listening. If you're interested in understanding how your body moves, Pongo Power offers a complimentary fitness assessment and goal setting session. This 55 minute appointment is completely free and you can do it through the magic of Zoom in the comfort of your own home. Just book online by heading over to freefitnessassessment.pongopower.com. I've been a personal trainer for 20 years, and I've helped hundreds of humans to gain true physical and mental strength. You can learn more about our team of personal trainers on our website, pongopower.com. When we learn how to exercise safely and effectively, we experience true freedom. On Movement, the Science of the Self, we provide you with the inspiration you need to move your body as you cultivate your own sense of identity. In joining the conversation about how we identify ourselves, Pongo Power is committed to the empowerment of each individual's right to choose. Now go out there and get some movement.